welcome to Money Adventures with TK, a podcast for the ordinary young African who is determined to get their personal finances right. Willing to have a better relationship with your money? Well, this podcast is for you. Welcome to another episode of Money Adventures. I have in studio today somebody that I've been trying to get in that TK Money Escapes. Wait, what am I saying? Mixing up all my different channels. I've been trying to get this guy in studio for the longest time. And for the audience, this is now the fourth take of the recording with this guy. So in studio today, I have somebody who's really passionate about edutech, but I won't mention his name because I believe in people introducing themselves because they do a far better job than I would do. Hello, sir, and welcome to Money Adventures. Hey, DK. Um, thank you for the first time. Fourth time. Fourth time it has been. My goodness. Who are you? And tell the listeners who you are. And before we get into that, what you do and what you're about. All right. I am Sichaba Kikiti. I am an educational technology professional um, with an interest somewhere lingering um, in digital marketing, but also in herb farming. All right. (laughs) So um, before before we get into the money conversation, because this is not just about money is everything, you know, herb farming, uh, edutech. How did you get into that and why did you get into that? Well, edutech. At one point, I tried studying Chinese. <laughs> As in Mandarin. Yeah, but I can't, I can't speak it to save my life. Ni hao ma. Wohen hao ni na. That's fine. <laughs> but as I mean, as I can go. one um, professor, the late professor Ramon Lowan said to me, there's no course that you will do in life that's useless. It's a matter of how or when you will apply some of the things that you learn there. So I actually learned educational technology while studying Chinese. Oh my goodness. And then I took this interest with me. Talking talking about learning, you are an advocate of lifelong learning. Definitely. So maybe let's unpack about that. You know, yeah. there's always a financial implication yes. in developing yourself. Yes. Do you believe that education is an investment? Or do you believe, and this is a concept I learned with a friend of mine from Kenya, Sheila, currently based in Dubai. Mm -hmm. But she asked me actually on her YouTube channel or YouTube platform to say that, do I believe that education is an investment or is it consumption? So I want to ask you the same question this afternoon. Given what I just shared, what the late Professor Ramolo said to me, I definitely believe that it's an investment. And let's not think that it's an investment only when you are paying for your course mm-hmm. even those free online courses they're an investment you might not have paid in terms of money but you have paid with your time and time is money we always say time is money exactly and time is money <laughs> and i feel like that's a currency that a lot of us undermine. yes exactly yeah mm-hmm. so now that you are investing your time and money mm-hmm. you're also very big on podcasting yes you know the reason i actually got up and got this platform up and running <laughs> simply because of you and how you inspired me yeah but with that comes a lot of investment i'm mm-hmm. learning as i go along that my goodness content creation is a lot <laughs> of money and it yeah. requires a lot of investment so maybe let's unpack how did you start your journey as a content creator because you are mm-hmm. and then secondly the investment from the equipment side of things yes so um i think for me 
I have always known that I need to invest in podcasting, but I made a very big mistake. I wanted to have the, all the equipment before I got started, Ooh. which is where you actually did a good thing by getting started without even having your own equipment. My goodness. <laughs> when I looked when, when I looked at the cost of those things, yes. I was like, this, that's crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. This is ridiculous. But I also think it, it goes with the quality of podcasts that you listen to. Mm. So I listened to high quality podcasts and I thought that I cannot get started without having all these things. But I forgot one thing. I could actually save money and then hire a studio, a sound engineer to do it for me. Ooh. I didn't have to do it everything. And if my sound engineer is anything to go by. <laughs> the one thing that you mentioned is starting. Yes. A lot of us actually don't start a lot of things because yes. we are seeking or looking for that perfection. Yes. So what would you say was your defining moment? You have made that mistake. Mm. And now here you are saying that I've got all this equipment, but yeah. I've never actually used it, let alone monetize it. My turning point was when Tukisotike in Tebe borrowed my equipment to get started with his podcast. And I was like, wow. Instead of getting jealous, I was like, he is showing me the way, you know? And then I started, I had already conceptualized um, some of the podcasts that I wanted to do, but I started organizing with um, relevant people that maybe I would co-host with. But for me, honestly speaking, what you did was amazing but i i, I should say i should don't admit, call me an influence <laughs> not that i'm an influencer yeah. <laughs> but i should admit that I, I i did get started but it, it hadn't gotten to the stage of releasing it mm-hmm. so i have recorded some stuff so when are you releasing it oh, live on the podcast <laughs> i'm a big i'm a big fan of accountability so unfortunately that was a work-related podcast. Oh. And so a number of things really determined that, you know, in the workplace now you, ha- you need to have quality assurance in place and all those things. So we are learning as we go. But what I've done also is to inspire and actually coach some of the people. Myself to, included. Yes, to get started with their podcast. Yeah. So there's a lady who has actually gotten started just using her phone. Smartphone. Smartphone. I mean, I just got featured in an article. Yeah. Uh, so to YouTuber flourishing. <laughs> and I do mention that I actually started using my smartphone. Yes. So for me, that relating that to savings as well mm. is many a time people say that they don't afford or don't have enough money to afford to start saving. Yeah. You know? And I always say to people, start with what you have mm-hmm. where you are. Mm-hmm. So how did you tell us a bit about your story when you first, def- when you, uh, what am I saying? When you bought the very first equipment, how was that journey? For me, um, because I don't spend my money in, say, much in entertainment, so it means when I get my salary, I have a lot of it to myself. So I just thought, I'm going to spoil myself and get this H5 Zoom recorder and just 4,000 cash and just buy it. Hold on, cash. Yes. Cash. <laughs> so in behavioral finance, we always talk about the loss aversion. Yeah. You know, when you pay for something cash, mm-hmm. it, it it almost hits you instantly. That yes. I'm, I'm, I'm putting waste of 4,000 yeah. as compared to when you swipe. Yes. Because when you swipe, you don't really feel the effect yeah. of, you yes. know. So how did that feel for you? I went to Bloomfontaine. I remember I was with the family and then I was like, I'm going to Clopas straight to the <laughs> store. And then when I got it, I was just taking out the money with passion, you know, because the voice recorder is a powerhouse. It's mm. a beast. So I know easy now. Yes. <laughs> so I knew that I was not just buying something 
um, just for the sake of buying it. I'm buying something that I can monetize, something that I can create content with. The, the beauty about it is that you can go anywhere with it. So I just looked at the possibilities. I want to do a podcast with Head Boys also. Oh, so it's yeah. going to work wonders. You mentioned something very, very important. Mm-hmm. Monetize. And 2021 yeah. for me is really about monetizing. monetizing. Yeah. So you've got all this equipment. Yes. Fortunate to be using some of it yes. you know, to do this podcast. This yes. very podcast mm. is how are you monetizing? Yo, that's a slow one for me actually. But when you have um, a team that you work with that shows you that, listen, we did not buy this equipment just to have it around. We must also monetize it such that we can get back the money we used and even make more money. Multiple income streams, you know. So for me, I'm very shy when it comes to telling people that I want this much for my equipment. But you've been quite influential to say you are monetizing this, right? Is it monetizing or money? Monetize, yeah. Monetize. <laughs> money, money. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the team that I work with is amazing. So soon, I'm going to be learning how to monetize it. <laughs> they do say teamwork is, well, what do they say? Dreamwork is teamwork. Ah. <laughs> Something yeah. I'm learning. So I want to go back to your childhood. Yes. What lesson did you learn? Money lesson specifically, did you learn from your parents? Money lesson that I still use even till today. When my father gave me 50 red note and said, listen, go to the garage, change this into two red notes. You're going to use this until the end of the month. It's your transport money. You know what that has done for me? It says, or it has taught me that never on any single day should at any point during the month, your bank account has nothing. And that still tries me to today. Oh, wow. I may not be saving as I want. I may not be investing as I want. But one thing I'll tell you, there will always be money in my account. So when other January financial yeah. hangover just went... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For me, honestly, because that lesson that my father taught me has always remained with me. I think my father taught me this and then my mother made it continue. My mother inculcated this in me going forward because now I spend most time with my mother. Ah. Yes, so my father taught me this, but my mother now made sure that, you know, it went forward, even without knowing that he said that. I don't even think she knows. My goodness. So (laughs) talking about that, uh, let's talk about money and relationships. Different podcasts altogether, but I want to get your views on money. And there's a random recording. So I have a construction site happening on site. <laughs> so if you hear any random yes, yes. whatever you're not in the background, building a studio. Building a studio, actually. That's what we're trying to build. Build a studio. So my contractors are just out here, not yes. getting storage. Yeah, so let's talk about your money relationship. Money and relationship. Money in relationships. Talk about money openly very difficult to get started but first find out what's your partner's relationship with money because your partner's relationship with money is going to affect your relationship with them so for me fortunately with my current partner we did not even know that we are going to date (laughs) we just got started talking about almost everything and we got to the money conversation Uh. so when we got into the relationship it was 
just a matter of reference in that conversation that we had. And I'm a big advocate of people going on money dates. Yes. So do you guys have like money dates? Ah, TK, these are concepts that we just spent <laughs> recently. <laughs> so we should go where now we're going to budget, um, decide on our favorite money app, um, our favorite um, financial coach. <laughs> Talking about financial coach, yeah. how do you actually choose a financial coach? What do you look for? My this noise is my, really annoying. But my financial anyway. coach made it easy for me to choose that because mm. they put themselves out there. And so for me, it was like this guy has invested so much money in terms of their education in this. And outreach, I see them on radio, I read their articles, and I'm like, now nah, this person is legit. And we actually had a first Zoom session sometime. And the way the session was carried, I was like, oh, I'm into this. <laughs> I'm into this. Because I, I went into it thinking that, yo, this one is going to make me feel worthless. But in that, I just found someone who was just getting to know my relationship with money. Mm. And then from there, taking notes, a lot of notes. I still want to see what they were writing. <laughs> but I yeah. Will, but I want to say money is really an adventure. Yes. It really is an adventure. So anybody who makes you feel some type of way about your money really is a red flag as yes. is. So as we get to close the interview mm-hmm. uh, with the construction side <laughs> happening as well. Yes, yes. Ladies and gents, we are trying to build uh, studio for the podcast so yes. apologies for that sound but what's your 2021 looking like hmm. TK 2021 is very difficult I think the lessons that I learned from my father and my mother in terms of money and making sure that I'm stable they are more necessary now than ever but most definitely monetize the skills and the equipment that I have so I'm looking at multiple income streams of course it's going to be difficult but also some of the things that we do to generate money are some of the therapeutic things for us absolutely content creation for absolutely. me is therapeutic herbs farming is therapeutic for and me. i love and i love how you actually following up on that taking yes. videos taking pictures taking us on a journey yes of yeah. the plants as they grow absolutely. yes so i think for me i'm just measuring money um income streams and my mental health so i will not engage in anything that goes against my mental health so bringing mental health into the question Mm -hmm. as a closing remark and the process of herb farming yes and relating that to money Mm -hmm. it takes a while for plants to grow yes so how do you use those lessons as a herb farmer if you if that's what you call yourself (laughs) and your relationship with money going into 2021 and beyond Mm -hmm. also paying bearing in mind that you have you are funding your own yeah uh, postgraduate and studies yes. whatever you know yeah mm. so for me one of the things that i try to do is to minimize my costs as much as possible by actually using organic um fertilizers and and the likes so such things what they do for me is they make me feel they make me feel good about what i'm doing and seeing them grow without using so much money in, in terms of um, commercial or artificial fertilizers. Thank you so very much. Um, this was Chaba Kikizi <clears throat> on, I pronounced the serum correctly. I had to practice how to pronounce that. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming yeah. to Money Adventures and we wish you only the best on your journey to monetizing and pursuing your postgraduate studies in 2021. 
while taking care of your mental health. Yes. Thank you so much. We will see you in the next episode. Thank you, TK. Cheers, guys. You've been listening to Money Adventures with TK. We want to hear from you. Don't be shy to like, comment, and share. Money's an adventure. Let's enjoy the ride.